0: kit our garments are inspired by true stories of victory. Locally made in Cape Town with small rolls of fabric our clothes are comfortable beautiful and set apart. We collect stories from men and women all over the world and allow their voices to inform our design thus weaving hope and the power of testimony into each style. Our desire is to clothe in dignity leaving the wearer feeling confident and inspired.
1: Hello and welcome (laughs) to our podcast, Kitchat. We are a small clothing brand based in Cape Town, South Africa. My name is Steph and with me is Ju. Say hello to the nice people. Hello. (laughs) Um, We work together at Kit and are relatively new to all of this as we've been running for about seven months now. Julia founded the brand after years of dreaming and scheming and I joined after about a month. Perhaps you're wondering why a clothing brand has started a podcast. Well, we are built on stories as much as we are design and fabric. And with the launch of our first winter collection, Before the Bloom, we found that we have a lot to share about it and want to take you with us for the ride. In the process of conceptualizing this collection, both of us have discovered things about winter that we'd never known before that have challenged and inspired us to go into this season strong. As people... We are drawn to stories, and we live by the seasons, willingly or not. So with this combo, we thought it would be a sweet opportunity to pour out our hearts for you, our KIT community. Yeah, I'm just going to jump in right now and say that we have attempted to record this
0: a few times. <gasps> yes. And this is a momentous occasion. So if you do listen to this little intro and little insert from me, I say, well then...
1: Yeah, so um, we've had a very busy time over the last few weeks and months at KIT, it's been so exciting. We've just done our photo shoot for the Winter Collection, which, yeah, we have been stunned by the images yet again. Gemma Skoltz, thank you so much for your talent and for your time. We had a fab morning. We have new fabrics, new designs, we just launched a tiny men's range, so Yeah, it's been very full. And now here we are doing this on top of that. Mm -hmm. And it just feels great. Yeah, I think it's
0: been, as you're saying, it's been like full on. But I got in my car two days after our photo shoot. And um, we've done a few shoots, obviously, through the seven months of being alive. Um, But there was something different about this one. And obviously, you know, the more we've done, the more we've learned of the do's and don'ts around shooting fashion. And um, I got in my car two days after our shoot and I sat there and I suddenly was just so overwhelmed that this is what we get to do and that we get to create beautiful things um, and then pull them together in like a visual story in an incredible location that was gifted to us. And yeah, it was just such a special morning. And I think the thing about the way I work, because I'm not trained um, technically in design, I work with a pattern cutter. And, um, and so I can visualize a garment and then everything is fitted in sampling to me. And so yeah. it never tries, we never tried on another body until yeah. we go to production. And so it's this incredibly powerful moment when you see other people pull on your creation yes. in a sense and this thing you've been dreaming about and building for so long. And then it fits and yeah. they love it and it's comfortable and the whole thing, the collection works together. Um, yeah, every garment basically that is worn in our shoot is kit which we've never done before because often we've needed basics from other brands and so that was super exciting and yeah so it just feels like we're in a really significant season
1: yeah i i think so too and that also ties into this whole thing of winter and how it's been such a surprising time for both of us Mm -hmm. and not what we've expected at all um because winter is often seen as the hideaway season withdrawal the hibernation time you know and for us we really actually are putting our foot forward and we are moving into new things Mm. um and so i wanted to hear more from you about the reluctance initially that you felt to go into designing a winter collection Mm. and what that's looked like for you
0: yeah i think as again, like you've touched on it, I was very reluctant and it was quite a strange thing. So we launched summer in October last year and it was a very sort of high moment. And we've been basically producing that same summer range until now, until April. And during the course of the season, people started asking me, you know, are you gonna do winter? you gonna do winter? And to be honest, like my initial response was quite hesitant and I was like, oh, I don't know. And then i started wondering why and started thinking around winter generally in fashion it's quite a tricky thing um even in my previous job it was always sort of the question mark around winter what are we going to do for winter Mm. because people do tend to sort of withdraw into their cupboards as much as they as wow. they do into themselves and into their homes. And we pull out the old things. Mm-hmm. It's all about layering. We tend towards darker colors. And so like, was there room for something like kit, which is naturally quite vibrant, quite loud. Um, yeah, and just from a stylistic point of view, I think I just wrestled with like, what we could offer that would be like, worthy of being yes. in someone's cupboard yes. in this season. Um, but in exploring that, I started to realize that that actually is an overarching theme of winter mm. that people generally, as you've said so beautifully before, we give winter the cold shoulder yeah. um, and there's this thing in us that wants to resist the season. And so I started unpacking why and myself even yes. at a design point of view. And I felt like actually there was an inv- an invitation to move towards it, mm. that every season has its, has its rightful place. Um, in the fullness of the cyclical seasons that we move through. Yes. And if we don't give winter its full time and course, we won't have the brightness of spring. And so I was like, okay, at a fashion level, like we need to honor winter. We need to honor the season. How do we create out of that? And so we have before the blue.
1: Wow. Yeah, I watched you wrestle with that for months and I, I've been blown away by the pieces that have come out of this time. Thank you a pleasure
0: (laughs) (laughs) very formal (laughs) we do work together every day
1: (laughs) no I'm serious because also every time we go through a sampling phase and a trying on period we speak a lot about how we want each piece to be like special enough that yeah. people would go out of their way to buy from Too a small it. online yeah. brand. I think we've launched quite a distinct range of winter things. And obviously, we have only been going for seven months. So this is the first time we're doing winter. Mm-hmm. And that's all I've known so far of KIT. And I wondered like how we could further the brand into a completely different season mm-hmm. that requires a whole different set of fabrics. And I've just been so impressed by what we've produced Mm. like I'm proud of what we've done Mm. and yeah I'm not involved really with the clothing design side and so from my point of view content wise and online wise in the writing I had to do some research about winter for myself as well because I found myself you know reluctant in all my own spheres Mm. when it came to this season Mm -hmm. from an agricultural angle I found so many insightful mm. points that I hadn't really considered before, before yeah. yeah, and I learned that winter in a farming sense is a time for preparation and it's a time to share the harvest that's hopefully just been gathered and stored and it's a time to take stock of the season that's just been and to me those, those three things just hold so much significance mm. way beyond the scope of agriculture yeah totally yeah i think
0: again obviously at kit we're not just a like retail fashion space it comes very much equally paired with the story so every style is designed from someone's real story and so it's really interesting we're in these two quite different worlds we're very much in fashion and we're very much in the world of story i.e podcast is quite a Mm. an interesting vehicle to explore this this side and and I think because of that we hold so many words and we 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 constantly in a sense collecting people's harvest, we're collecting their their taking stock of a season of their lives and um, I think it just jars me almost all the time that as a generation, we're so geared towards the fast track, towards mm. the instant, towards the moving forward, the sweeping under the carpet, yeah. that we actually need in a sense to be confronted yeah. with, with winter. We need to be confronted with an opportunity to look back and mm. take stock. And so, yeah, I just I think as you were saying, this agricultural thing really, really, really does pull across multiple fields. We're seeing it in fashion, and yeah. it's almost like can those two things go together? But because of the space we were in with stories, they absolutely do.
1: Yeah, winter is a time of stillness mm-hmm. and contemplation, mm-hmm. reflection,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and when I think of summer, I just I often I just don't see those things, you know, being related to that season. If you yeah. know what I mean, when I think of summer, all I see. Just bodies on the beach, yeah. like that's it. Like no one's in the house. Mm. You, it, that's almost sinful, you know. During those high summer months, you yeah. just want to be, you just want to be somewhere else. You, you, I don't know. it's that like grasshopper in the sun thing? Like we're out, we're having fun. Yeah. There's, there's no need almost to slow down. We're just yeah. trying to do everything, you know. We fight the traffic almost daily to f- chase the sunset. Yo. And, yeah. it's like the it's like the summer mission. I mean, not even mission, it's like a pilgrimage. Yeah, towards the sea. Yeah, and we are just not there anymore. <laughs> and so, of course, in winter, there comes a temptation, especially at the beginning, in yeah. transitional time, yeah. to throw it under the bus and just wish the season away. Um, and we resist the change of pace, the dark mornings and the early nights. But the thing I've come to think is, what if we didn't? What if we didn't do that? Like, what if we didn't... Mm resist resist yeah Um, what if we leaned into where we are and so even on our instagram feed we've moved from a lot of color into a stark black and white look and feel for the introduction of this campaign you know we've drawn a line in the sand and we are choosing to acknowledge the shift even if globally seasons almost in some cases don't really matter yeah anymore yeah you know yeah so we wanted to differentiate very clearly from what we're leaving behind and what we're moving towards. And so, Drew, on a personal note, mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you, because I never have actually asked you this before, mm-hmm. and we've been speaking for a very long time, <laughs> and so I'm always surprised when I do discover something new. And so, Jude, do you have anything that you like to do when one season ends and another begins? Hmm. How do you take stock of your inner world throughout the year? wow um i'm quite
0: an intentional person mm-hmm. um just naturally yeah and i think i've been on quite a long journey of just wholeness i really really value um in wholeness emotional health yeah the brain body connection yeah. that sort of thing and um i'm quite wired as a person so i can get very much caught up in the fret and so yeah i think Probably the last six or five five or six years mm-hmm. or so, I've gone on quite an intentional journey about coming into the present, owning every season, and something I love to do is to give seasons names so I am um, yeah, yeah, I am a Christian, and so I pray very specifically into into the season that I'm in whether that's a physical season so like going into winter now or whether that's a year or just like a sense of like transition Mm -hmm. or a moment in time over my life and so often yeah sort of seek out a name for that season to actually like make it real for me in my head yeah um and that can often then like sort of breeze into a million different concepts and pictures and ideas (laughs) and signs and songs and things that i will then end up exploring um so that's one thing i do i give seasons names at a weather level at a practical level i love clothes so i have i do have a lot of clothes i have multiple wardrobes basically and i have seasonal wardrobes and so it is quite an interesting thing. I literally see my summer wardrobe come to an end and I'll either like sort of push those things to one side. I'll, I'll see a definition in my cupboard and then bring winter forward and I'll relook. Sometimes also I store my winter, like in each season, I store the other season separately because I always have a lot of space for the clothes that I have. <laughs> and so I, um, I bring those forward and, and I found something the other day that I must have bought, honestly, like eight years ago. Wow. And I pulled it out yesterday and I thought, oh, it's so beautiful, I'm gonna wear it. And, and I love that, like refinding old things um, for, for the new season. Um, I knit often in winter. <laughs> I find it very <laughs> I don't know it's just a cool thing I think yeah. it's, it feels warm and I love that for us in winter we watch Wimbledon it's one of my favourite things mm. for South Africans for Southern Hemisphere livers we watch Wimbledon a summer tennis sport in the UK in winter and it's very much like a couch moment yeah. tea in my head and I love to knit while I watch Wimbledon so that's beautiful that feels quite significant yeah, yeah. I like
1: that hmm about anything else really oh that's beautiful Mm -hmm. yeah thank you sure so considering all of these things the the agricultural and emotional significance of winter Mm. the physical change around us and then also the grappling design-wise of the season finally coming to a place where we do feel so satisfied and so ready and so excited to launch this collection, I'd love to just go a bit deeper into the thoughts behind the campaign itself, the name, the stories even that we have, um, Mm -hmm. that have informed these garments. Awesome. Yeah, I think it would just be cool to explore it a bit more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so just the name itself before the bloom, and I know you've just spoken so eloquently about naming seasons in your own life, what do you feel is the significance of Before the Bloom.
0: Yeah, when we were sort of dreaming up the campaign, Steph actually just sort of said this thing. She was like, oh my gosh, what about Before the Bloom? And and it was, it couldn't have been, it couldn't have been better. It was such an aha moment for us as a team. And I think why it is so powerful is that for blooms to happen, for something to bloom, it has to be buried first. Yeah. And and so I think so often, as we've spoken about right through this whole podcast, we can gloss over the hidden seasons, we yeah. can gloss over the resting seasons, we can gloss over the waiting of our lives. Um, and when you said it, it was just like, oh my gosh! There's something that happens before the flourishing, before the takeoff, before the success, before mm. the achievement, before the marriage, before the family, before the whatever. There <laughs> yeah. is something that always happens before, yeah. and um, and that is really what this is about. What do you do in the waiting? Yeah. What do you wear in the hidden places? Mm-hmm. Like, could you find life? Could you still find joy? Could you? pull on a beautiful something that's maybe a little bit more basic or stripped or whatever in that space but still carries like the promise of the bloom that's coming and so that really spoke into that and i just want to read something um that Steph actually wrote in conceptualizing this that i thought was so so epic yeah it was all around this idea of a buried seed And I mean buried in the sense of seed, not necessarily death, but you have to physically bury a seed in the soil for it to grow and bloom. Um, And so the entire campaign is about being stripped and buried and hidden. What does that look like? Um, And this is what she said. It's difficult to think of burial as a good thing. Burial means death, the end finality. But what about our gardens and crops? Everything we see blooming and creeping and spreading came from burial, resurrected seeds that cracked open and searched their way to the light. Um, And I think if we look particularly into the stories we've collected Mm -hmm. for this particular collection of clothing, they actually all tend towards the sort of everydayness of life. We've had some yes. big high stories for summer. We've just yeah. naturally ended up sort of telling big, momentous things. And the stories at the moment are about real life, like what to do in the wedding when you don't have a job and you don't know what's coming. Or yeah. you feel challenged to give something away. Mm. Or you're a woman in your workspace and you try to navigate this interesting place. It feels very real. It feels like bare bones. Yeah. Um, and I think that speaks directly, actually, into where we at as a business, as this campaign, as a clothing line.
1: Yeah, that's interesting that you brought that up because I wanted to ask you another question um, just on that actually. So you are 23 years old and you yes. started a business on your own, like with no training, as you've said, no experience running a business, no experience with financials, you know, marketing or anything like that. and. It's quite a crazy thing in some ways and I know a lot of people are surprised when they hear what you do yeah. and particularly that you didn't study fashion. And so do you find it difficult at times to believe in yourself and what you're doing and what keeps you on this path, so to speak? Mm.
0: Yeah, um, historically my nature has been towards perfection in a sense. Mm -hmm. I I held an incredibly high standard over myself, over my own life um, and expected a sense of perfection. And so risks were terrifying and anything that I couldn't be really good at was a no-go in a sense. I wouldn't Mm -hmm. dabble, I wouldn't try, I wouldn't, yeah, I did things that I knew I'd be good at. Mm -hmm. And so when I started like, Wrestling with, with this thought of I love clothing and I love fashion, but I'm not trained. Could I actually get into this? Could I make a laugh of this? Initially, it was quite an intimidating thought because it was just so counter my nature. But through a series of quite incredible events, I was led down a very clear path and ended up sort of being accelerated into the space through an internship, mm-hmm. and. Um, learned so much and then, yeah, ended up from there working in the fashion world. Just like so haphazardly in a yeah. sense, it just fell into my lap. And then when I had the idea for Kit, again, like I had this wow idea and I had a very, very clear vision. And I think that is what I'm gonna come back to ultimately, that is what keeps me on the path. Yeah. But I had this really clear idea and vision and story that all sort of backed what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. But from the time I had that, it took me, just actually, about fifteen months after that to actually launch. I, I ended up working a completely other job. Yeah. After I'd had the vision, and I, I think that's quite significant. Again, I think sometimes seeds have to be buried, and yeah. and for me, Kit, it needed time to like stew a little bit Mm. in me it needed time to brew and it needed time to sharpen its focus i needed to know that i knew that i knew that i knew that this was what i was supposed to be doing for the season and yeah so i think i i think i was wise in a sense to let it mature i think if i hadn't i wouldn't have stayed the course necessarily so that brings me to this i face (laughs) like daily literally daily onslaught in my Mm. own mind of Am I capable? Should I be doing this? This is intimidating. There are so many moving parts. Because we're so new and there are only two of us, we literally do everything.
1: Yeah.
0: And so having not done maths in five years, I do maths every day, it feels like. Um, and having hated spreadsheets my entire life, I'm now bound to the spreadsheet <laughs> yeah. life. Um, so I think on the daily, it's tough. It is super tough. Um, we hit walls all the time. Oh, yeah. We have mishaps, we mm. have production issues, we have shipping issues, we have cash flow issues, <laughs> we have real issues. Um, yet at the same time we are only seven months old and we are running and we've shipped product to all over the world. Yeah. And we are holding incredible stories and we've been to three provinces in the in South Africa to yeah. host different events multiple times. We invited to speak at conferences and do mm. fashion shows and <laughs> it's been mad and we've shot film and shoots and yeah, we've created stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think, so yeah, I think if just anyone's listening to this, I actually feel prompted to just say that regardless of the onslaught, regardless of the doubt, regardless of the can I actually do this, regardless of the risk, regardless of your history of it being in a particular way, I think that there's an invitation to yield... To surrender, to lean into the current moment, um, and to give ourselves permission to try. It's something I wasn't, I wasn't good at.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but in a sense, I felt an invitation over my life to go back to school, to go back to learning, to go back to the drawing board. And when you when you enter one, there is no expectation on you. You're not expected to know anything. Yeah. Um. And I think that this, I've seen it as the school of business. I've seen it as an invitation to learn. And I understand that not everyone has that very weighty privilege. And so I hold it very dearly. Um, But yeah, I feel that there is an invitation for for everybody to give themselves permission to try whatever sphere you're facing. And so to be honest, every day I have to put on my own garment. I have to put on my own brave outfit of Trying, giving myself permission not to get it perfectly right, but to lean in and to learn whatever gift is given that day. Mm. I love that. I can see. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's a pleasure. I don't even know where to go. It's <laughs> so rich. Mm. Sure. And even for me, that's something I think I i let slip through the cracks the significance of what it means to have said yes to this and to have said yes to you um and you know we're talking now about slowing down and taking stock and examining what's just been and i think we get caught up for sure in the in the pace ourselves like the fast-paced nature of of how we live and so even now for in this moment to be in this quiet room and to hear you say what you've just said carries so much significance because I see you you know every day coming yeah. in and choosing to show up in all the arenas mm-hmm. and to say yes sure thank you yeah <laughs> it's a fight guys yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but it's worth it yeah mm-hmm. fully mm-hmm hmm I I wanted to hear a bit more about the styles. Yeah. So what have we got on offer? Okay. We've
0: got a full new collection, which is super awesome. We have brought back our cheeky dungas, but we've ad- adjusted the shape of them. We've They're slightly narrower, a little bit more fitted for winter, and they are done in corduroy, mm. which is really... It's a rich, beautiful fabric. If you yeah. don't know what corduroy is, Google it. You'll see it. It's beautiful. I think um, it Honestly, someone the other day said to me, what is corduroy? Sorry, if you honestly, bless you. If you don't know what it is, it's time to learn. Um, <laughs> and, um, yeah. So we've done them... In corduroy, we've got a mix of colorways and prints, which change often, so I'm not even going to go into them, shop them online now. Um, Yeah, so those are stunning. They're a little bit thicker and heavier, so they're warm, Mm -hmm. um, which is cool. After the dungas, we've got four brand new styles, which we've introduced in this collection. We have our winter dress which is a variation on our spring dress. Mm -hmm. It has the same body, but it's got a full sleeve. It's got buttons down the back. It's got a cuff. It's gorgeous. We've done the initial print run in various tartans. Um, And so, yeah, very wintery, very warm. The fabric itself is quite thicker. It's a cotton um, and could also be worn in a corporate space. So that was a lot of my thinking around the winter dress is bang on some stockings, high-heeled boots, or actually just like your court heels type thing. And you've got a very, very beautiful glamorous outfit. Yeah. Um, and then we have our beautiful basic, which is a long tee, and- The BBT. The BBT, it's like BVM, but I <laughs> Um. Yeah, so those come in black and olive green, and those are done in a very, very beautiful rayon crepe. Um, which is a, just a really nice textured fabric. It's really light. So the thing about our beautiful basic is if you just looked at it, it looks very much like a basic long sleeve t-shirt, but it's not. The neckline is incredible. It's a slash neck from shoulder to shoulder. So if you imagine your two shoulder points, it ends on the extreme end of your shoulders, and it's got a beautiful slice neckline all the way along the collarbones. Mm. And so it makes it very elegant elegant yeah very graceful you can wear it we've also extended the length of them so you can wear it loose open over jeans over joggers literally over anything to be honest if you're going for that even over leggings actually that is why we dropped the length um or you can tug it in for a smarter jojia beautiful look then we have our gilet which is super (laughs) fun it's unlike anything we've done before and it's in this beautiful maroon shaggy um yeah, it's a shaggy knit, and that's just a gilet, like a body warmer, sleeveless, it's throw-on, it's really easy to wear, you can scrunch it up into your bag, it doesn't crease, and so it's easy to travel with, and the point of this is not necessarily to be warm, it's it's to spice up an outfit, yeah. so you can bang it over a polo neck, over wow. a collared shirt, over one of our basic tees. Um yeah, and you could wear it to work, you could wear it out in the evening, you could wear it to watch rugby. Honestly, it's like an all all, all rounder. All rounder, yeah. All seasons piece. And lastly, we have our brand new pair of pants, which I'm super excited about. Yeah. And they are called the Josie Flares. Um they've got an amazing story, so get on and read it. But they are also done in a corduroy. They're high-waisted. They pull on, which is cool. So no, there's no fuss about zips and buttons. And they don't have pockets because we wanted a super slim line effect. They are flare pants. They kick out hell of a yeah. lot from the knee. Yeah. And they stop at the ankle. You can rock them with boots, with sneakers, with heeled boots. They are honestly amazing oh, so cool. they're done in very strong colors in a plum and a dusty pink to vibe up your winter wardrobe
1: mm-hmm. so that's it for me at a fashion level i don't know about you listener but i've it's really kind loved a crazy thing, <laughs> thing that there's a listener on the other <laughs> side of this conversation hope <laughs> oh, um yeah. i've really loved i've i've loved this exercise um and, I've, and this time and so thank you for your attention thank you for your presence and thank you to all the people who have backed us this far. We couldn't do it without you and it means so much that we know we have a generous audience Mm -hmm. if you know what I mean. Totally. Even with something like this I know people will be excited. Yeah, people will listen. Yeah, so thank you. I also just want to say a massive
0: thank you to all our storytellers. Mm. Um, It does not go unseen and we find it A privilege every single day to be the keepers of your stories and to actually have a vehicle that facilitates vulnerability and truth telling and so we see you storytellers thank you for the way you've poured out your hearts towards us and been so generous and you're giving over to kit it wouldn't be here without you um that being said we're also always looking for stories so if you're listening in and you feel like you have a story to tell please get hold of us at house it at shopkit.coza.
1: Yeah, thank you. You can find us on Instagram at kit.clothes and shop online, shopkit.co.za. We Korea all over the world. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time. Thanks so much. Goodbye. Bye.